Welcome to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One Consulting. This is your go-to podcast on optimizing your day. The Win the 16 podcast features discussions on leadership and coaching, personal and professional development, as well as discussions on the modern work culture and engaging employees in hybrid and remote work environments. Your hosts are Dave Pygon, president of Pygon One Consulting, and his brother, Dr. Bud Pygon, anesthesiologist at the University of Illinois at Chicago. On today's episode, Bud interviews Dave about his recently released book titled Win the 16. The Win the 16 book can be purchased on Amazon. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Win the 16 podcast. Thank you to Carrie and the team for all the support. Bud, welcome to the podcast today. How you doing? Oh, Dave, I don't think I could be better. You are a rock. I love that. Uh, a couple items to share, Bud, before we jump into today's podcast. I mentioned it on our last episode. We are now being listened to in five continents. When the 16 continues to grow and we're touching different listeners, I just wanted to share that, but I thought that was, that's pretty cool. Yeah, five continents, amazing. It, it is amazing. Today is our 15th episode of Win the 16. What's cool and relevant about that, Bud, is the average podcast makes it to seven episodes. We've doubled that. So thanks to you, our guests, and most importantly, our listeners, we continue to progress and uh, it's been great. So thank you and thanks for everybody listening. Today, today's topic, today's a special episode. Yesterday, May 2nd, Win the 16 book was released on Amazon. So it's out there. And today what we're going to do is you're going to interview me. So we're going to, we're going to flip the coin today where uh, you're going to be the interviewer and I'm going to answer your questions. And uh, we thought we'd have a lot of fun sharing some of the behind the scenes with the book, Win the 16. So Bud, why don't I hand it over to you and uh, let you take over from here. Uh, Dave, thanks. It's a kind of remarkable um, that we're, we've gotten to this point. It really is. How does it feel to be an author? It sounds strange you saying that. Uh, it feels great. It, it was a journey that I would recommend it to anybody. It's been a tremendous amount of fun. It's been a ton of work. I'm better for it. And uh, it was really, I will tell you, when I received the first author's copy, when you, myself, and a couple of the people in our inner circle were reading it again to edit, to make sure everything was perfect, I did have that couple tear coming out of my eye when I got, I got that at the front desk in the building, that all of that work and all that time, it, it finally came to fruition and we completed the assignment. So, yeah, it's uh, again, when you sit back and look at where you've come from, um, and we talk about on the podcast, the sort of uh, exploring your potential, who, who the heck would have thought in August um, that you'd be an, a published author? So uh, it, it's quite remarkable. I think the only, I think mom's probably even more surprised than any of us. <laughs> She's read some of my papers over the years. Uh, what was the motivation to writing the book? But you and I've had this conversation I know you're writing music. That's that's one of the things that you're doing behind the scenes. I always said, in the always meaning in the last three, four years, I communicated to you and some others in the inner circle that 
I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And I just wanted to do it. I always had an idea what it would be, something about personal development, being our best, something that would be inspirational and something that I really believed in. I, I didn't know this three years ago, but I read it as I was researching this book. Mark Twain said, write something you know, and that's exactly what I did. My motivation finally hit when I started Pygon One. Multiple people were asking, you're going to write a book? You're going to write a book? And it's a lot of people, or I shouldn't say a lot, but enough people in the consulting world do write books. And I said, no, I can't. I'm starting a podcast. I'm starting a business. I've got all these things going on. And it was around the eighth or ninth person, um, a colleague, peer over the years, Mark Lucas and friend. He's in Texas. He was on the line with me. When he asked me about it, I shunned him off pretty quick. I was pretty quick. I was in a fixed mindset set at that moment. And uh, I could just sense the, I don't want to say disappointment in his voice, but he was a little bit surprised how quickly I shunned it off. Then one of my other friends a couple of days later, Jen, kind of gave me the same feeling. And I was reading a book at that moment, at that moment and it talked about the risk when you don't do things. What is the risk? And when you put all that together, bud, it finally pushed me over the hump to do what I've talked about for years, which is I wanted to write a book. Why do you think they, your friends and others said, hey, you're getting into this business, you should write a book? Oh, I think what, when people, a lot of people think of consulting and things of this nature, they were thinking it's a way to get a message out, uh, also to establish me as a credible consultant, potentially it can only help the journey uh, being able, I, now that I've done it, I absolutely can tell everyone who's listening, every one of you out there, if you have the will and the determination, you can write a book. There is no question about it. Uh, it's just whether you're willing to make some of the sacrifices and taking the time and to do that because there is, there's a little bit of work involved as you know, bud, because you've been, you've been intimately involved in this process in the last eight months, nine months. That, that's a great lead in for, you talk about the sacrifices and the work. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? How long did it take to write the book? What were some of the hardest oh. parts about writing the book? Sure, sure. I say that with a giggle and a laugh here because when I finally made that decision, it was on a Thursday and a Saturday night, I told Susan, we were out, and uh, at dinner, I said, I start tomorrow morning. I'll be up bright and early. I'll get my workout in and I'm writing. And I remember talking to Carrie and she, when I told her what I was doing, she's like, great, great. And I said, I don't really know what I'm doing. She goes, just write. And I'm like, what do you mean just write? She goes, just write. I go, but I don't know what I'm doing. She goes, just write. And what's kind of cute about this story I did. I took her advice and started writing. Uh, John calls me. It was about six, seven hours that end of that day when I started my journey of writing it. And he goes, I, I just want to make, I just want to, Pikes, I just want to make sure um, you have an outline, don't you, buddy? So I go, yes, John, I have an outline. I know where I'm going with this. Uh, I just thought it was funny and a cute story that um, that's where it all began, bud, was 
that day on day one, I just wrote and I wrote and I wrote. You mentioned about some tough days. You mentioned about the work involved. What made it challenging was I was, since I was busy with Pygon One at that time, I was busy with the podcast at that time. And these podcasts, it takes a lot of time. You, I mean, you know this because you and I do it together just to research and we want to make sure we, we come up with good topics and we want to make sure we're prepared and we want to be accurate. It just adds up. When writing the book, I just couldn't write aimlessly all day. I would have to just 6 a.m. to 9 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon to 7.30, weekends. And where I'm going with this, Bud, was and here's the story, and I've told you this, and I think this is a good one. There was a day where I, I had my three hours lined up to write, and I wrote it, and I knew, but it wasn't very good. I don't even want to tell the chapter what it was, but I know exactly which one it was. And I wrote it, and as I was going through it, I was writing, and I was writing, it, it wasn't very good. And at the end of it, after my three hours, I knew it wasn't. Kind of toss and turn that night. First thing I did when I got up in that morning I pulled open the iPad. I started reading off the software that I have to write a book on, and I started reading it. And it was one—it was the hardest things I had to do, but it was also one of the best things I had to do. And it was within the first two weeks of writing the book. I erased the entire thing, and it was painful. It was hard to do it, but it was the right thing to do, and it taught me a lesson right from the get-go. Make sure you are happy with your quality. Now there's been tons of editing going to, but it was just a great day for me to understand the discipline and the willpower it was going to take to write a quality book. So I gave you a lot there. I, hopefully I answered your question. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think again, that also touches into some of the stuff uh, in the principles of Win the 16 with habits, um, discipline, that sort of everyday trying to win the 16 by what you write. And then even though you weren't pleased with it, having the courage to say, this isn't what I want and we're going to go back and redo it. Oh, right. it uh, was hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure. It, it was I'm sure painful. And again, it's because, and again, I'm not saying for writers that all they do that write, it's easy for them. I don't mean it at all. All the respect for all the writers out there. I just have my days with time management so to the minute, to the hour, as I'm juggling these three. So I, other these three major things in my life, the podcast, the company, and the book, that if I, 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 I couldn't go over three hours because I would have then been taken away from other projects that need to be done. So it was painful. What was the biggest challenge writing the book? The biggest challenge? Hmm. I knew you were going to ask me that. There were so many with that. I would say time was one. Two was content. And what I mean by that, bud, is when I put my outline together, I knew half of my outline. The day I said I'm writing this, I knew that day, that Thursday, I already had, I believe, I think it was 13 out of the 22 chapters, the title of them. I was ready to go because I've been daydreaming about this a long time. Then over the next couple of days, the next I came up with the other chapters. It was finding the 
right amount of content and the quality of content for the different chapters. I would say that was the challenging part. Some of it, I don't want to say it was easy, but some of it I could have wrote way more on that chapter. And the other ones, I really had to dig deep, bud, and I had to do a ton of research and reading. So in one way, it was completely healthy and good for me because it pushed me, that whole growth mindset. It made me better. It made me smarter, but it was hard. Do you mind sharing a little bit about how you came up with the content for Win the 16? Oh, sure. The whole concept of Win the 16 is we're almost, it's sort of where Pygon won the company. It was It was what you and I talked about years ago when we would give the kids motivational shirts, Win the 16, our text messages to the kids, Rise and Grind, that motivational mindset that I would bring and you know you also bring that same type of mindset. I just believe in this. I didn't have I think you mentioned it this fancy word or funny way to call this lifestyle win the 16. I don't remember exact words you used. But it's my been my beliefs throughout my whole life. I just didn't know I was living them. And when I say living them, bud, and I say this in the book, I make mistakes all the time. I'm not perfect at this. I have bad days. I have misses just like everybody else. I think that's what makes this book so great. Uh, maybe not great. That's what makes it so good is because I share some of my shortcomings in the win the 16 that I face and I'm the writer of the book and I'm saying it in the message I'm sending people is it's okay. It's okay to have misses. It's getting back on. So my content came where I just started reflecting back on all the things that are important to me in my day-to-day life. And that is, I really do try to get early successes in the day. I absolutely have habits first thing in the morning. Uh, It's as simple as a cold shower and water. That's in the book. I believe in discipline. I believe in goals. I believe habits are critical. So a lot of these things that are in there are things that I was living. I now just put pen to paper on that. What were your key learnings from writing it? Wow, key learnings. I think uh, J.D. Rowling's, the author says it best. And that is you, what's great about writing, you have to read. And one of my learnings from this was the amount of books and articles I read. Uh, Last year, I read 23 books. That might not be a lot for some people, but for me, that's the most books I've ever read in a year by far. And my key learnings, if you want to, if you want knowledge, uh, books are a great way to get there. That's not including all the articles, blogs, all this other stuff that I did. So my key learning was knowledge is so powerful and the more we all can learn, it not only can help us write a book, it just can help us our journey in our, in our life. I, one of the chapters, and it happens to be chapter 16 in the book, and I made this chapter win the 16 because it's one of the more important things, and that's healthy lifestyle to me. And I had so much content from all the reading I did, bud. That chapter was the hardest chapter for me to write because I could have wrote, written 20 pages. And then I had to break it down. My 
editor is like, well, you can't have one chapter 20 pages, Dave, and then the other chapters five pages. So that was a tough chapter for me because trying to whittle down and break it down was so tough for me. What, how do you think writing the book affects your win the 16? Oh, that's, I'm, I'm better because of it. And I think what it is, it goes back to how you and I were raised, the South side Catholic guilt that we were raised on. It is so hard for me. I think about it. It's funny you should say that. I think about that when I get tired in the pool. I think about that in the morning, like you are the guy writing win the 16. You are the preacher of this and you're going to dog it today. No way. That is the benefit. One of the side benefits. I, I, I guess I was maybe some in the inner circle might've said I was a little crazy before win the 16 book. I think now I've even taken it to another, another level with it because bud, uh, I believe it was Mark Twain who said this and that was what you write is who you become. And that quote, that's another example. Where I got that from was from research, studying for the book. I never would have known Mark Twain said that without during my journey of, I was studying other, author, other authors, what do they do? And I am not trying to put myself in the same class as Mark Twain. What I am saying is I, was, I looked at people like that just to steal some tips, some things that I could potentially learn on how they wrote those kind of things. And I would say he is exactly right on target. If you're writing a self-help book, I become even more win the 16, if that's possible. In your professional life now with Pygon One Consulting, how has writing the book helped you with your clients? A couple things. I think it validates the, the material, especially now when the book is out, some of the concepts, some of the things, some of the stories. I tell stories in there and you've read this book many times uh, with all the editing you did. So thank you for that. I believe the stories because I've started, I've been talking about it because a lot of them are asking me like, what do you, so what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm writing a book and they refer, and people are, People are so kind, bud, and generous and inquisitive. And for the people who didn't write, who have not written a book, I can see it in their eyes. I can tell by their questions and even by their verbal communication to me. There's a certain respect that people have when this comes up in conversation now. So I believe I can absolutely feel it from them that they have a sense of respect that I was able to put pen to paper on these concept ideas. Cause bud, remember I did have a win the 16 program and I still do that. I would do inspirational talks on, I would come into companies and do an hour or two hour talk on this concept. Now that it's in a book, it's taking it to new heights and new levels. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, what can the reader expect from the book? Oh, that's going to be my question. And I've asked, so let me take you a step back and we'll move forward on this. This, when we had a, a decent book, right? This book started out as 50,000 words. Then my editor, Susan in Connecticut, got, on to, got her hands on it, cut it down to 41,000 words. 
And we, we've been whittling away at this for months, months and months and months, editing, editing, editing. But one of the rough drafts, we, we got in the hands of 17 people to read it. And these were these 17 people were not in my inner circle. Some might have been friendly, some might have been colleagues, some people I didn't even know, a couple authors, presidents, CEOs. And we got it in their hands for a couple things. We won, wanted to see what we had, bud. Do you remember this conversation? And you were helpful finding some people. I don't even don't even know them. We wanted to see what we had. We wanted feedback. So we did our own beta test with these people. And the feedback, I'm going to show you what, what they said. I'm going to give you my opinion because that's what I'm always asking people. What are you getting from it? Crystal clear. They can feel the energy and inspiration in the book throughout. It, it pops throughout the whole book. The principles and strategies are not novel. They're not easy, but they're not novel. People are, people are using a lot of these. They just might not be using them to the degree they could be using them. The concepts and the ideas in there that I give examples are doable if people choose to do them. The other thing that has come up was the ideas that I share spearheaded some of them to come up with their own ideas, which that's even amazing. Because when you start coming up with your own ideas in some of these topics, there's an even greater chance that you'll not only do it, you'll stay committed to it. So I think the biggest thing people are going to get out of this is they're going to get some inspiration and motivation. They're going to get reminded of some things that maybe they're not doing routinely, or maybe things they used to do years ago, but they've fallen off for whatever reason, just reminders of it. Why? Because we're called humans. <laughs> things fall off. Um, I'll give one away in the book that I think I've gotten the big, not the biggest feedback, but a lot of feedback on was early successes in your day. I preach to people all the time about this. And I will, this is the one time I will, you're, will use the word preach because I believe in it so much. Successful and busy, busy people, Bud, like you and a lot of my clients, they have to win their day by 10 a.m. Because as the day goes on, we have a chapter on this called Unforeseen Challenges and Obstacles. Because as the day goes by, that phone rings. Could be direct reports, could be patients, could be family members, could be peers, could be your accountant, could be your lawyer. The list goes on. And before you know it, we've finished our day, busy as hay, and we haven't accomplished what we needed to accomplish. We didn't get our goals taken care of that day. We didn't hit the priorities. Busy day. But was it an effective day? Did we get what we wanted done? People are going to read this and it's going to, I believe, get them to think. The other thing throughout, I asked them to start taking action during the book. Uh, I'm not arrogant enough to think that uh, 50, 60% of the people are going to be writing as they read the book. I, I get it. But I do have a section where it does put a challenge out there to start writing it down. You know, who are those who are those people taking energy from your life? Who are those people that are taking time for your life that maybe you need to readjust that relationship where instead of that's always a 30 minute conversation, you can somehow whittle that down to 15 to get an additional 15 minutes to get back on the offense to your priorities. I hope I answered that question, bud. Yeah, that the chapter you're referring to is a great chapter and it's one that um, it's almost always worth the time takes you to write things down like that because it does help focus you 
Um, that kind of leads into the next question is what what is your favorite chapter? I'll share mine after you're done. I knew you were gonna ask that one too. It but it's like our kids. I have three of them. I can't tell you who's favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite, bud, because I, I so many of them I just am passionate about. I do want to say this. I have to say this because I want to say we have one chapter in the book, and it's this: Can positive can positivity coexist with being negative at times? And the answer is yes. This is not Pollyanna. Everything is always great. So I've dedicated a chapter to this because I wanted my readers to read that chapter. It's okay to have tough days, tough moments. Maybe it's even a tough week. And I talk about them there. It is absolutely okay to have those days. So I did want to say that, but so that's not my favorite chat. I would say this. I don't tell me if this is surprising you because I don't think it will. I love this topic. It's I just love it. The mental toughness chap, chapter. I love that chapter. Um, that would probably be my top three if you force me. So okay. I'm going to say the mental toughness. I, I enjoy the stories. You know me. I'm into that. That would be mine. How about you? Yeah. You know, I, I, I the book's impressive um, because of how well you were able to capture the concepts of Windows 16 and lay them out in a step-by-step fashion. I think that's just so helpful for people to follow and to initiate. Um, and again, it's not something you have to take in all at once, but say, hey, maybe I'm going to focus on the growth mindset or like you say, the mental toughness and you know, you can bounce back and forth. So for me, I think I'm going to say the 21st chapter, the mission plan. Um, and again, this is just for my personal, I absolutely thrive on writing things down and being mindful and putting to paper what I want to do and why I want to do it. Mm. And you have a nice chapter in there sort of at the end of the book, after you read through it all and think about it and say, okay, basically it's like, okay, you start now with your win the 16 concept philosophy, write down the things that are important to you, why they're important, what you want to do, how you want to accomplish it, set out your game plan. Um, and, uh, I think it's so helpful to have that. Um, it's kind of why I like a coach. Um, it, for me, it's much easier to have someone else work with me and help me lay out a game plan and hold me to it. Uh, or a trainer who says, Hey, this is, where do you want to go? Here's your goal. Well, here's how I, we are going to help you get there and lay out a game plan. And then it's just a question of focusing on executing that game plan. And I find that that mission chapter is sort of like, okay, here's what we need to focus on to execute. Uh, and so I think people will find that very helpful. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I, I wasn't sure you were going to pick that one. Uh, with that said, what's going to be very interesting to me is two weeks, month, two months. When I'm talking to people who've read the book, I'm going to be fascinated, not about me and not about the book, What's going to fascinate me and excite me and stimulate me and really get to my brain and heart is what is their win the 16? What is their, what did they come up with? I, I give them all the things that if they incorporated, again, I don't want to say that people are not incorporating many of these. I think a lot of people are going to go, I, 
I'm incorporating all of these. I think what they're going to say is, I'm good at this one. I can even take it to another level. Or they're going to say, this one, I was good at it last year. I kind of slipped a little bit. Thanks for the reminder. I think that's going to be the, but I am just so curious what people are going to do and take from it and develop their own. I clearly share with my win the 16 is, but I clearly articulate this is my win the 16. Here's some of the things I do. You craft yours. What is that going to look like? I think it's going to be rewarding for me when I hear them. And I think it's going to be so cool. And I can't wait to learn from other people because I guarantee, bud, they're going to teach me and I'm going to learn. And it's like, I never thought about that. That's going to be great. Yeah. I hope people are comfortable sharing that with you. You know, they can use your website at Pygon One to send that in and just say, hey, you know, read the book like this or the chapter, what have you. Uh, It'll probably give us some ideas too of how we can make, you know, win the 16 better and sort of incorporate that into your work with others. What was the toughest chapter to write? Ooh. Hey, bud, why don't we take a quick break? And I will answer that right after the break. Thank you all for listening to Win the 16. And Bud's got a few more questions to ask me before we close out this podcast. So thank you again for listening to Win the 16. If you're enjoying the Win the 16 podcast, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. To find out more about Pygon One Consulting, please visit pygon1.com. Welcome back to Win the 16 podcast. Thanks for listening. So, Bud, we're back. The question you asked me, what was, was it the toughest chapter you asked? Yes. What was the toughest chapter to write? Well, I mentioned early on that the content in the healthy lifestyle chapter, which is Win the 16, Win the 16th, I had to put that as the 16th chapter. There was a little tie in there. That was hard from a content standpoint because I'm going to answer and give you two. That was hard because there was so much content I had. It was hard. I didn't know what to cut out. How did I still tell the story, make it applicable? Because the healthy lifestyle is all about mind and body. It's both. I think you and I always talk about this. You and I both believe we're kidding ourselves that yeah, if if our mind's in the right spot, but our body's not, it's very difficult to be your best self. You can get by, you can probably do really well, I'm sure maybe, but if you can do both, that probably gets you ultimately to being your best self. So that chapter, it's so much, because when you're talking about the brain and the body, that was very challenging, bud. I spent a lot of time trying to get that down. I would say that was one the second one, and I'm going to say this to you, you might have forgot because I called you on this one because I reached out to a ton of people because I was struggling with this. Do you remember what chapter? I don't. Accountability. Oh, uh, I, I do only because accountability is just hard. It's hard to implement. People still have time to hold people accountable. Well, how? What does that mean? It's really, that's hard. One of the things you said when we started, I was looking for advice and tips from many people. I remember you saying, it's so difficult because sometimes in the back of my mind, this was your words, I'm paraphrasing you, was you have it or you don't. But that one, it's interesting enough though, bud, by the end, that's one of my top three chapters. I dug, I struggled writing it, but when I, after reading it, I really, really enjoyed what we came up with 
on that final product of the accountability chapter, accountability buddies, whether you hire somebody or if it's somebody in your life, your inner circle, work, whoever it might be. So accountability was very difficult, very rewarding though in the end. Do you think it turned out that way because of the time and effort you put in? I don't know. And maybe I'm just being biased because it was such a challenge. And I always communicate, and I do in the, I communicate in the book that one of my motivators is doing things, is completing stuff that's hard, challenges, whatever it might be, because it gives me that endorphin kick, that dopamine kick. It gets me that, I get a high from that. So I wonder if my happiness of that book, or excuse me, that chapter, uh, maybe it's just because I know that didn't flow and didn't come as easy. The ideas didn't percolate as much as they did in some of the others. So I had to dig. I think that could be it, but if I put it all no, together. No, pride, proud. Because you and I get really excited about when we do things that other people could do. They just choose not to. That whole grit, mental toughness, mindset, that could have been it. Because I was to the point where I was like, uh, I, I can't do I, I've got one page. One, and just so for people who haven't written a book, if you have one page of notes, good luck trying to get a chapter out of one page of notes. Uh, you need pages upon pages of pages of notes to get one chapter written, at least a quality chapter. So I, my hill was many to climb at that moment. Well, that's a good segue, I think, into um, what I want to ask next is you initially talked about how it was 50,000 words. How much time did it take to get to 50,000 words? And then what happened to get you down to the 38 that it is currently? Oh, it took me, I wanted to track this. Uh, I, writing a book, this is the other thing. Uh, it wasn't a struggle for me, but I will say for those people out there, that struggle being alone, writing a book is a lot of alone time. So you can think, you can process, and you just need to be by yourself. That's it. Now you, you got to shut off the phone. You got to remove yourself. Uh, it, it just is what it is. So I was keeping track of how many hours. So to write the first 50,000 words, it took me 108 hours to write 100, or excuse me, to write 50,000 words. From there, once my editor got a hold of it and she knocked it down, I think Susan got it down to 41,000. And people say, well, what is it? Well, how, how do you lose almost 20% of the book? It's a couple things. Clearly, I write the way I speak. So there's some words that could be cut out. There's also things. Uh, some chapters I got so excited about, about, I had so much material and I had so many stories that to get my point across, I put four or five stories down. You only, you only need one or two. Uh, so she cut that down to make it a better read. And that's what I learned from my editors was I have this content, but content is great when writing a book, but you need to think about your reader to make it a nice flowing 
I don't want to say easy read, but an easier read for them. And that's where all the editing comes. And simple things like instead of saying have to, must to cut words down, instead of telling three stories to get your point across, knocking it down to one, just to make it in a more flowing, easier read for the writer. So in the end, we then cut it down to 41,000. Then uh, a couple of people in my inner circle, meaning you, Carrie, and myself, we hammered at it for months. And we got it down to just under 38,000. In the end, from start to finish, we're over, I am personally over 400 hours into the book. From all the reading, the research, the writing, uh, anytime I was calling somebody to talk about a specific topic, not just general, like I mean specific, hey, this is what I'm thinking, what's your two cents, all that. It was over 400 hours. So that's amazing. So 100, basically 100 hours to write it and then 300 hours to edit it. Yeah, Simply. Yeah, just the, the editing's a bear. Yeah. And it's funny. It's funny. I think I told you this. One of my friends ended up connecting me with their aunt who's a lawyer, bestseller by chance too. How blessed am I to have access to that? So I was able to get access to a couple of writers. This one was a bestseller. And I was warned, once you get through that first rough draft and that first writing, which for me was the 50,000, you're about 25% done. I laughed. And even when I did write uh, and I got done that 108 hours, remember, buddy, it was around Thanksgiving or just after, it was December 1st. I go, I wrote it. I was thinking we were going to be launching this in February. And now it didn't get launched until May 2nd. So I had no idea. She was 100% right. Her 20% is almost spot on of where I was at in that journey. Amazing. Amazing. Will you write another book? Yes. No time soon. I've got other fish to fry would be one. I've got other goals. I also think I need to be refreshed. I need time away. I need to decide what I want to do. I've already got a couple ideas. Uh, could be a win the 16 2.0. Believe it or not, bud, you and I talked about this, uh, so you can believe it. We've already, you and I have already talked about, we could add that we should have added this. We could have added this. We could do this into the book. We could do that. So that win the 16 2.0, I absolutely could see that coming to market, not anytime soon, but coming to market. The other thing, and you know this, I've been into fables lately. I could see me writing a fable at some point. Uh, I'm reading uh, The Six Words of Genius right now. I'm reading that fable. I'm really enjoying that. I could see me doing one of those two projects next. Again, no time soon. We have to get the audiobook out there at some point. Um, that's not here anytime soon yet either, but that'll be a to-do list. But I would say I would. Why? I learned so much. It makes me better. Uh, it, it was hard, but it's a great accomplishment. And anybody who out there wants to write a book, you can do it. You absolutely can do it. Believe in yourself. You can get it done. If I can do it, you can. Well, Dave, I got to tell you, it's an awesome accomplishment. And uh, I hope people pick up a copy and uh, enjoy it. Yeah, I do too, bud. And that's. 
This was never about money for me in this book. This was about the experience. This was about uh, Pygon One. This is about the whole message that we've been doing with Pygon One with Win the 16, the podcast. Uh, it can help people. If they give it a shot, this book will help. So it is available on Amazon. We launched yesterday. I hope everybody gets a chance to buy it and read it. We would love feedback on it. Feel free to reach out to Pygon One if you'd like to share your thoughts. Uh, you can review it online in Amazon too. That's great as well. Uh, for In advance, uh, a bunch of people have already bought the book, so thank you for buying it. Those of you who are going to, thank you as well. And I sure hope you enjoy it as much as I did writing it. So thank you so much for listening to Win the 16 podcast. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening and getting us uh, to be listening in five different continents as we started the show today. That's exciting. And our next episode will be our 16th one. So we're real proud of that. So, but thanks for interviewing me today and everyone out there, Win the 16. Thank you for listening to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One. Please follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Episodes will be released every other Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Thank you and go win the 16.